Hola borrachos y borrachas, welcome to Borrachex Radio. If this is your first time tuning in, I just want to say thank you and welcome to Borrachex Radio. Every single week, I attempt to bring you an episode where I interview guests or I dissect a subject that is more often than not a little taboo. And I love bringing you guys these topics because I want to start a conversation and I want you all to be proud and non-judgmental about certain topics. And the only way I know how is to broadcast it all over the internet. So today's episode, I'm going to be explaining to you um, what I've been going through these past two weeks and um, what has really been going on in my mind more than my life because it's more of a mental thing. So if you are a survivor of rape, um, have been sexually assaulted, sexually abused, I would ask you to proceed with caution. This can get a little, this can be a little triggering for some. So just proceed with caution. Welcome to Borrachex Radio. My uterus doesn't like Do I like sex? So, I like it like the girls talk dirty with me. Did I like it? I honestly don't have a reason as to why. I started up the podcast two weeks ago with Yadi from Vibes, um, talking about her CBD products and all of that. And um, I really went in and started the podcast back up with the full intention of having you an episode every single week. But within that time frame of me recording an episode and that episode going live, I ended up going back to where I was working prior and it it brought up it brought a lot of memories back and it brought a lot of emotions that I hadn't felt in about 6 months or even yeah 6 months 6 months ago was the time I left my previous job and when I came back I thought I would be okay because I thought I was stronger than I was six months ago, eight months ago. So for those of you who don't know, I, about almost going on to a year, I was, I put myself in a, in a situation that I knew better. Um, I talked in detail about it on my, on a previous episode, but I will skim through the, topic just so we can move on about a year ago I was I had already had a few drinks I ended up calling a guy that I wasn't 100% familiar with he and I were more of acquaintances than friends but I figured since he had already seen me drunk once before he had already picked me up while I was drunk to take care of me. I thought I was all good. I thought I was in the clear. Nothing was going to happen to me. And so we ended up going out and about 
a drink or two in, I don't remember anything after that. And for some of you who do know me or people who know me from social media know that I am a big drinker. This podcast is Borrachex Radio for a reason. If you guys don't speak Spanish or aren't familiar with uh, Latin culture, borrachas and borrachos are um, female and male drunks or people who drink and or it's the it's you being drunk. And so that's what the podcast is. I always have a drink in my hand. Like right now I have a white claw um, just because I felt like I needed a little liquid courage going into this topic. Um, so I ended up going with him and two drinks in, I was already black, blacked out. And the next thing I do remember is being waking up next to him in my house naked And I didn't understand because I didn't find him attractive at all. And I knew I should have never trusted him when I woke up next to him. I I just kept thinking, like, you should have known. So I remember getting up slowly because I was still trying to process. And I didn't want to wake him before I was ready. And I got in the shower because I still had to go to work the next day. Um... And as I took my clothes off in front of the, not my clothes off in the front of the mirror, as as soon as I looked at myself in front of the mirror, I could see my chest covered in bruises. Um, My, I guess I can, I guess I'll like just, it's just so tough for me to bring, like talk about this because before I could talk about this and it was no big deal. But now that I'm back in this, in this environment, it has brought that, um, that those feelings back again and it it makes it a little difficult for me to talk about. So um so even like my vagina was hurting. It was it was it would just hurt. And um every like it just everything hurt and I couldn't even pinpoint where the pain was coming from. So but I just assumed because the only bruises I could see were on my chest and um on my boobs. And just a little bit on my arms. So it was all my t- my upper body, right? So I just assumed that's where the pain was coming from. I got in the shower and I remember the water just feeling so irritating. Like it just burned. And I remember trying to clean, like wash my body. And as I was cleaning myself down there, I remember just like cringing because everything hurt and I never understood and he brushed it off as into well you wanted it rough and I kind of just took took his word for it because I didn't remember anything but I couldn't shake the feeling of disgust with my body and myself and um and I couldn't shake it off and I started asking questions and wanting more answers and he eventually told me we ended up going out I got really drunk and I was practically crawling out of the bar which is crazy to me but that's neither here nor there and he ended up taking me home and on the way home I wanted to make out with him and I wanted him and that just didn't sound like me I didn't know that girl 
So he he said that he ended up taking me home. And when I came home, I ended up falling on the ground, trying to take my clothes off, trying to take my shoes off, asking him to come with me. And he did. He came into the room with me. He said we had sex all night. And I told him if I said anything, asking if like, did I like it? Did What was my reaction to it? And he said that the whole time or during sex, all I could tell him was like, I hate you. I hate you. And that always, that's always stuck in my head because if I, if anyone was to ever tell me they hate me during something so intimate, I would pause, take a step back, stop everything and ask why, you know, especially if this person is drunk and like, and I'm stumbling. It, it just never sat right in my heart. And um, I never went and wanted to tell anybody. I told my closest friends because I couldn't process. And I, and I needed them to tell me that, I, that what happened was okay. That what happened wasn't rape. Like, and um, for a very, very long time, I really blamed myself. I blamed myself for so long. I really did. Um, I, I just felt like you were the one that called him. What did you expect? And um, I, I, I stayed with that feeling of guilt for a very long time. I never told anybody, but everyone knew I hated him. I hated him because after he told me all of that, I couldn't stand to look at him because I knew in my heart that I wouldn't have wanted him sober. And um, especially if I was even a little tipsy, you don't do that to someone who is falling. Men or women, whatever you identify as, you don't do that if someone is not in their right mind. I was falling. Um, I was apparently, if I was falling and not able to walk, then you know I'm not, in, like I'm not, okay to do anything else if I'm telling you I hate you during sex that means you should maybe stop and wait till till the next day and maybe if I really do want it we will do it so it just stayed with me and I remember the next maybe a few days later I was going on vacation and I was going to Cancun and all I kept thinking was how am I gonna hide all of these bruises while I'm in a bathing suit while I'm in clothes to be somewhere tropical and hot and nice how am I going to cover this because then they're going to ask questions and then when they ask questions I have to either make up a lie or tell them that I called him to take me and then they're going to blame me for being so stupid that was my thought process I really I really couldn't even understand so that was that was everything that was that within that week and um I had to deal with it and I had to deal with that shame and that guilt for about three, four months before I decided to, to leave. I decided to leave and I started a new job. Mind you, he worked with me. I started a new job and I thought it was perfect. You know, I was able to get away. I wasn't there at all. I never even thought of them or him. I never thought of him and I never had to see him 
And if I ever did see him, it was 30 minutes out of my day compared to before where it was about eight hours, nine hours. So I thought 30 minutes was no big deal. And I made the biggest step of my life and I decided to leave my job, the one that I got six months ago, to pursue Borrachex Radio and Lipstick and Vodka and everything that I really truly do love about what it what my blog is. And I decided to leave and pursue this 100%. And, um, but that meant I needed a few hours here or there. And, um, my previous job, it, it's a, it's a little close to home. My it's a family members own it. And, um, and that's the reason I could never tell them because it was, if I had, to, if I told them I had to tell everybody in my family. So I just decided to stay quiet. So I decided to go back for one week, one day out of the week back to work. And, and they promised me because they knew I didn't like him. They never understood why, but they promised me he wouldn't be there. And one day, unfortunately, there was no way that they could keep him out of my schedule. There was no one to fill in the time, the slot. So they put him in there. And ever since then, I have been like replaying that night over and over again. I've been reliving it. And I didn't realize I did I didn't realize how I felt about it until I came back and I saw him longer than 30 minutes. And I had to see him look at me and act like nothing ever happened. And um and I and it, it it really has taken a big toll on my life lately, especially because I was so free. I was out of here already and I wasn't looking at him and I didn't have to think about him. And I didn't have to think about what happened to me and I could pretend like that didn't happen. And then I'm back here and it's, it's, it's like a big slap in the face. Like, yeah, it really did happen. So about two weeks ago after I did the event, the, the episode and I launched it and everything that was that was the two days after that was when I saw him and it just triggered something in me. And I decided, I just put my responsibilities on hold and I wouldn't say a binge, but I went on this loop of drinking and then the next day I'm not drinking, but the next day, but the day after that I am drinking and I'm getting a little tipsy. And then it was just like a cycle of, I was drunk every other day. And, um, the moment, the 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 biggest moment for me was about. I didn't want to talk about this because this is such a this is such a sensitive topic for me, and um, and I didn't want to admit that it was bothering me so much. But um, about what a week ago, two weeks, a week and a half ago, yeah, I had a day where I went out and I blacked out. And I had been drinking since 6 p.m. And I blacked out and I don't remember a lot of it. But I had multiple people tell me 
call me make sure you're let me know you're okay and i need when we need to talk when you're sober and my question was always like why the whole night you were drinking you kept saying how disgusting you feel how sad you feel how alone you feel how you don't want anyone to ever touch you again and you were crying and crying saying that you never wanted to feel that same shame or guilt again and that stuck in my head and I got stuck in my head because it's like that is something I've been feeling that I never tell anybody because I have to I have to relive that moment all over again and um it's hard it is so hard and I think about when I finally told the one person that I had been wanting to tell for so long, there was one person that I wanted to tell for so long. When I told him what happened to me, I finally felt like this wasn't my fault. I finally was able to understand that this wasn't my fault just because I invited him, just because I decided to go out with him did not mean that I deserved what happened to me. So so I've been trying to get back on my feet and um and understand that what is happening or what had happened to me is something that I'm either going to I'm going to have to fix it myself and I decided that I I'm going to keep this the way it is and I'm going to have to move on. I'm not going to forget it. I am not going to forgive him, but I have to continue on with my life for myself. And, um, and I have to move on and there's nothing other than myself that can save me not alcohol not crying about it even though there's going to be days that I will cry about it when I do think about it and there's always going to be days that my emotions are up and down because I just I deserve those emotions to come out because like no one deserves to have their body taken from them I I really do feel like I feel I still to this day feel disgusting and like horrible about my body because someone took it from me. And um, and I know it's so easy for me to just talk about it on here rather than face to face. But um, this is my way of coping with it. A lot of other people are going to handle it differently and a lot of people are going to tell me the way I'm handling is wrong and that's your decision and that's your choice and that's what you want to do or think but this is the only way that I know how to cope with it and um that's why for the past few weeks I've been a little in and out of lipstick and vodka, borrachics radio, wasted Wednesday, because I've been trying to gather myself mentally, 
and emotionally. And um, I I feel like now I might have a little grasp on it, um, not under control or anything, but I kn- I know what I've what I'm deciding on, and I know how I'm going to try and get through it. That might change in another two weeks. That might change in a year from now. I'll never know because I've never had this happen to me and um, everyone handles it differently. But this is how I'm going to get through it for now. And I came on here not because I feel like I owe you guys an explanation on why I've been gone because this is something very personal but I came on here because I needed to get this off my chest because I can talk and talk and talk to my my friends or the people that I've told and I can say it over and over again but they're never going to understand me and you might never understand me either but it's a way of me coping with it talking about it getting it off my chest and then maybe there's always going to be someone out there that is going through something like this or went through something like this and is feeling the exact same way and they don't know what to do and they don't know how they're supposed to feel. And this is my message to you saying that it's okay. It's okay if you don't know how to feel. It's okay if you don't know what to do, but you will get through it. And, um, You can do this. I can do this. So if you ever need someone to talk to, you know that there are plenty of people around you who love you and would be willing to listen, who would be willing to help you and I wish I I wish I had understood that from the beginning and maybe my the way I decided to handle things would be completely different but um I got I got scared and I don't think you should be scared so that is where I've been I am going to try and get you guys another episode on Sunday, a little bit more lively. And um, hopefully you all continue listening to, to Borrachek's radio and um, watch Wasted Wednesday and Lipstick and Vodka on Facebook and continue to support me. I am... I try to be as real and honest and true to myself as I can be, especially on the internet. But um, I just wanted to come on here and do this for myself more than anything. So I will try and talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode and understanding my point of view um if you or anyone you know is going through something like this or has gone through something like this and you know that they might need some help please reach out to 
the National Sexual Assault Hotline. The number is 800-656-HOPE. And they will direct you to your nearest sexual assault service provider. And you will find the help that you need. Thank you.